0: Are you ready to party
1: yes
0: (laughs) great because the party is what we shall have on magnum oops
1: today awesome (laughs) i brought the scariest movie i could think of which is a part two in a series and also is a movie that i've never seen before i start i also brought some chips
0: (laughs) (laughs) and i brought the dip wow What a smorgasbord we have here (laughs) I feel truly blessed
1: (laughs) It is a smorgasbord As we said in the last episode We're doing a a buffet A smorgasbord of the scary movies of the 80s Welcome back to Magnum Oops And our Shocktober Oxcarber. I like that Oxscareber Oxslashber Oh these are getting better and better (laughs) the Moops is the show where uh, two good buds talk about stuff they want to talk about. Yep. My name's Jad.
0: My name's Sierra.
1: And for October, we're covering four scary movies from four of the main scary movie franchises. Last week we did a Nightmare on Elm Street one, and today we're doing
0: Hellraiser two, aka Hellbound.
1: Yes. And I had this big high concept idea that we were going to pretend <laughs> that Hellraiser 2 was a sequel to Nightmare on Elm Street. And I had a note like, it's weird that Nancy is now called Kirsty. It's
0: a weird, weird choice. And weird that they changed the, the main actress. I mean, mm-hmm. two brunettes, like, it's basically the same.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much as far as we can take that joke.
0: <laughs> I mean... Granted, there is a sort of dreamlike quality to the Hellraiser movies, at least the two that I have seen. Sure. But other than that, it has absolutely nothing to do with dreams. Uh, And it's much more graphic, I think, or like disturbing imagery wise than Friday the, the, God damn it, A Nightmare on Elm Street. I know, you
1: said you weren't going to do do
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) I always do that and I don't know why. A Nightmare on Elm Street, not Friday the 13th. They Mm -hmm. are two different franchises for those who don't know, like myself.
1: It's, you know, in comparing them, it's almost like Nightmare is kind of like, ish, junior entry level slasher. (laughs) And then Hellraiser is kind of like more of an adult. There's a sexual element to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes it a bit more edgy. And, Mm -hmm. uh, graphic i guess (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i didn't in in the span of my horror movie watching career shall we say uh hellraiser did not come up for a good year after i decided you know what i can watch horror movies now and not have insomnia for months afterward Mm -hmm. (laughs) because as we learned from A Nightmare on Elm Street, they are,
1: they're shit. They're not real. You can't give them any power. That's right. Just turn your back on <laughs> spooks and goblins and scary movies. Yeah. Or don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Watch them and then turn your back on them. Yes. Is, is the, the
1: lesson. You can turn your back on the credits. Once the credits roll, <laughs> you stand up in the theater, turn around, face the projector, and you say, no. I don't give you any power. You hear me? I'm not afraid anymore.
0: <laughs> Further evidence that Home Alone is a prequel to a nightmare on Elm Street. I'm dying on that hill. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so we're saying Kevin McAllister is he transitions is, and is then trans, becomes yeah. and then becomes canonically Na- Nancy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or I- you know what becomes Tina? They've got a similar hair. No, because that doesn't make any sense. Because Nancy does the whole
1: yeah tricks thing. You'd have to like pull it in where you'd have to say like Tina Victema. So, so Kevin <laughs> changes his name to Tina Victema. He transitions to she, and then he she teaches <laughs> she teaches Nancy, Nancy about how to like make traps and booby traps in your house. Yeah. And that but that happens when they're younger, and then she gets interested in boys, and then she dates Rod and Or
0: counter argument. Okay. Nancy is Kevin McAllister's mom.
1: Whoa. <laughs> Who she's turned to drink yep. out of what? Depression over well, a failed marriage and the fact that the wet bandits got captured and now she has no uh raison de living so
0: anyway hellraiser (laughs) already we are off the rails
1: welcome to magnum (laughs)
0: uh this is what we do if you don't like a uh, couple of pals rambling, then you can get the hell out. Yeah. That's basically all this is. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Riffin and having the fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say here now, I watched a lot of scary movies growing up, grew up in the 80s, 90s, um, enjoy them, great fun. But I never watched Hellraiser or any of them. That was just one that I just never got around to. And I yeah. think it felt... Like I said earlier, like a little so like more adult and more like, mm-hmm. ooh, I feel like if a movie's gonna like disturb me, that movie might disturb me,
0: yeah, I can definitely see how that might happen. yeah,, uh, it's a lot of body horror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mostly body horror, in fact, um, yeah, it's delves a lot into like sadomasochism Mm -hmm. essentially Mm -hmm. um like the mixture of pleasure and pain um so should we just get into what the hell this is before we even talk about themes because this isn't going to make any sense (laughs)
1: okay yes so clive barker's hellraiser 2 1988 Mm -hmm. um we're jumping right into part two but As we found out, the movie conveniently shows us about 10 minutes of part one (laughs) to start us off. So it brings us up to speed.
0: It Real quick, just immediately. um, Shows that...
1: The basic premise is there's these puzzle boxes Mm -hmm. and if you can unlock them, then it opens up gates to hell and these creatures called Cenobites then come out and then they torture you. Um, But they also can just get you off <laughs> <laughs> they torture you and get you off or get themselves
0: off by torturing you it's very unclear yeah and m- in fact most of the things in this movie are unclear which is why you you can't really um point a critical eye to it too much <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> because so in the first movie as they recap at the beginning of hellraiser 2 aka hellbound is that the the protagonist whose name is Kirstie, as mm-hmm. not Nancy. No.
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> so Kirstie's uncle had this happen to him. He solved one of the puzzle boxes, was drugged to hell, apparently, by the Cenobites, uh, and then is somehow, like, reactivated when her father cuts himself on a nail, bleeds onto the floor in the room where the uncle died, And that brings his like physical form, his essence back. Yeah. Because, yeah. Of course. (laughs) That tracks. (laughs) (laughs) And
1: uh, And yes. And then um, I didn't watch part one, um, but there's now they need to get like skin for him, right? Because his body is regrowing.
0: Yeah. So Kirstie's father's new wife what is her name
1: crap i didn't write it down it's
0: like Lori or something and her name julia julia i don't know why i thought lauren because curse Kirst- kirstie's last name the actress is lawrence i don't know anyway <laughs> julia who is Kirsty's father's wife um apparently had an affair with her uncle when he was still alive uh he was also very much into the S thing from what we gather from her, like flashbacks slash fantasies. Anyway, the blood drips on the floor. And of course Frank's essence starts to come back and it's just like bones and some ligaments and stuff, <laughs> which is really creepy and cool. Um, also disturbing that like when he starts coming back to fruition, there's like the sound of a baby crying and I can't help but think of a uh, reanimator that line that Herbert West says where he's like birth is always painful <laughs> uh, anyway neither here nor there he's like reborn I guess in a sense um,
1: I, I I think it's entirely valid I think a lot of horror deals with birth
0: yeah which is the which,
1: inverse of death of course but
0: I get um, yeah <laughs> birth stuff. So- there's a whole well there's a bunch of horror movies that center around pregnancy and birth yes Um, alien yeah yeah um to varying degrees of success i would say Alien's probably one of the more successful ones sure there's uh i I talked about rosemary's baby last episode i think that's right that one is still effective as a horror movie it's on a completely different like plane Mm -hmm. than any of the movies we'll be talking about which are mostly slashers i would say uh
1: have you ever been present for a birth No, not even of an animal. Okay. Okay.
0: Don't really want to be, if I'm honest. Okay. (laughs) Don't want to be in the room while somebody else is giving birth. Actually, well, not while my mom was giving birth, but I remember uh, the day my brother was born, they brought like some family friends were watching me while my parents were dealing with that whole thing. (laughs) They brought me into the room before my brother had been all like cleaned up and stuff. And they had him. They're kind of holding his arms and legs so they can give him his shots and whatever. Yeah. And so the first thing that I ever thought when I looked at my brother was, ew. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Because, you know, he was
1: fresh out of the oven. Like,. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, not so much.
1: Usually things are dry when they come out of an oven, but maybe... (laughs) Not this,
0: not this oven. The human oven is notoriously
1: Yeah, it's a sauna. It's a red sauna in there. Picture
0: Danny DeVito crawling out of the couch. You don't watch It's Always Sunny. Okay, picture Jim Carrey coming out of the uh, rhinoceros in Ace Ventura.
1: Yes, Yes. Or, or, I mean, I could just picture... The birth of my two children which i was there for
0: but no no not relevant
1: oh all right well i'll just forget those memories
0: (laughs) well because i was saying that the human oven aka the uterus obviously which houses the children is a wet place let it doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) so frank is reborn Mm-hmm. that's the name of Kirsty's uncle um sort of reborn he's kind of just bones and ligaments and can barely move at this point um he calls out to julia because they were a thing when he was still alive in the typical sense mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like wait no julia help me i need skin or whatever so basically it ends up she has she keeps bringing dudes over to the house um seducing them so that she can kill them so that frank can like feast on their blood in order for him to gain back his muscles and nerves and skin and all of that because that's how it works
1: it's a wild concept and i think it's uh it's cool for one movie yeah and then for part two they kind of
0: they just do this do, do it again it's it's hellraiser again yeah yeah i mean there's some new elements but the basic plot is exactly the same
1: yeah yeah
0: um Kirst- yeah because kirsty gets implicated because she finds the puzzle thing and like accidentally opens it and they try to take the Cenobites try to take her but we're she's still th- in
1: movie one we're still in movie
0: one okay yeah um I don't know why, but we still are. They turn to take her. She's like, no, no, no. Uh, I can give you information about my uncle. I hear that he got away from you. Uh, He is, I'll help you find him. And so she does. A deal with the devil. Yes, if you will. The devil is three interestingly modified blue people. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The the famous pinhead. Yes.
1: Yeah. the Icon of the, of the franchise mm-hmm. uh and then i don't i mean, the other ones have names but I...
0: I don't remember their names there's the one with the teeth that's just like
1: yeah Ch- <laughs> chatterbox yeah
0: yeah there's one that they label the female centevite. which looking at them i don't know genders <laughs> they just kind of look like one of them kind of looks like patrick star with sunglasses
1: <laughs> yeah he's a little portly yeah yeah and then there's one where her throat it, I guess it's that's kind the female one. Like her, her throat
0: looks very sapphic. so I guess that was <laughs> a clue.
1: Yeah. Also, looks like a vagina.
0: Yes, um, I guess that's how I was supposed to figure out that that was the female <laughs> one. I don't know, uh, but yeah, she basically like gives her uncle back to them, and yep, that's the end. The new one. Fades in right after the events of the last one. Yeah. We they get conveniently... a, we get
1: a, like a greatest hits clip of yes. all the gross grody stuff from yeah. the first one. And then, um, so yeah. So the whole deal with the second one is the mattress. Yes. <laughs> Which,
0: okay. Sure. Because that's where she died. That's yeah. where Julia died Yeah, because Frank. Yeah. So once Julia, of course, Gets Frank all of his body parts back. He betrays her. I guess it's like a a life for another life or something. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure exactly. But yeah, he kills her by torturing her on this mattress. Um, And obviously the police come to investigate because there are several uh, deceased. There are several corpses Mm -hmm. up in that house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's Corpus Christi up there.
0: (laughs) Woo! <laughs> it is a corpus of colossal proportions. Pro- Proportious. Yikes. So... <laughs> but yeah, in any case, Kirsty is in a psychiatric ward because I guess her account of the events were not satisfactory to the police. <laughs> Which I guess I get.
1: Um... Those sticklers for accuracy. Police shmolice, am I right?
0: Police Navidad. <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs> you keep taking it back to Christmas. You're going to watch all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies on Christmas Eve. Corpus Christmas. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. That's <laughs> for the next one. i
0: got to die, right? Yes. Nightmare Before Christmas. I kept seeing, now I'm confusing Nightmare Before Christmas with Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: The Nightmare on Elm Street Before Christmas.
0: Correct. I would see that. I would watch that. Anyway. We're in the psychiatric ward. (laughs) Okay.
1: Hellraiser 2. We're in the psychiatric ward. This happens a lot, I think, with sequels to movies where the uh, survivor is not believed.
0: Yes. Because, granted, their experiences are kind of things that need to be seen to be
1: believed. Yes supernatural
0: yeah um in general like if someone said to me describe the events of hellraiser was like no that really happened to me i don't know that my first thought would be wow
1: (laughs) i honor your truth
0: (laughs) the more you know (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah the the cop who's questioning her is being kind of a dick about it Mm -hmm. um maybe that's one of his tactics i don't know He's, he's like, no more fairy tales. And she's like, fairy tales. You know, my father didn't believe in fairy tales either. As she walks wistfully to the window where it's raining.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> and, doing the doing the friends. Yes, scene. exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, the cop leaves and in walks the psychiatrist and his like apprentice or assistant or something, mm-hmm. or he's a student. I don't remember.
1: Well, the, the young doctor? Are you talking about the young doctor?
0: The, the, yeah, the main... Doctor and then the young guy. Yeah. Kyle. Kyle. Uh they walk in after.
1: And Kyle's like, I might believe you. Just basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tell me more. Uh huh. Um, and it's weird because it's sort of almost framed like he's going to be a love interest.
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But didn't her boyfriend from the first movie survive? Who knows? Who knows? But it's it's short lived. Yes we never do see that come to fruition.
1: So we see the doctor, like the the main British doctor, and he's got a great accent. Like, I I, I like that guy.
0: You, you like, okay. Well, not the character, not the
1: character, <laughs> but the actor has this prim and proper British accent. I don't know. I can't do it. So.
0: You know something? I didn't even notice his accent. Really? It just didn't register with me. Okay. Um, but he does like
1: lobotomies, right? He's,
0: yes. I was more focused on that. Okay. <laughs> as Because yeah, when we're introduced to him, he's performing su- what seems to be an experimental brain
1: surgery. Right. But he's got this, <laughs> this whatever it little, is, it's like a little end of a blender. Yeah. I was going to say, just, it's like
0: something you would see mm-hmm. in a food processor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just straight up there in the brain. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, I'm cleaning up. The brain is still open. He just leaves.
1: Yeah he's peace <laughs>
0: uh yeah and he's like oh maybe we can get through to her Kirsty. Mm-hmm. uh they start talking to her i don't really remember what happens but then yeah because kyle says he's like oh tell me more about this um thing that you experienced Kirsty. i'm interested and then he goes to snoop in the main evil doctor's office, uh-huh. I guess is what I'll call him. He does a Snoop Doggy Dog. He does a Snoop Doggy Dog. Ba-da-da-da-da. It's the motherfucking G. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inset office.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's poking around. He sees these, like, three puzzle boxes. Yes. Under cases. So he sees, like, his mentor, the the British doctor, is all interested in all this, like, weird occult stuff. hmm Yeah.
0: And as the viewer like obviously those boxes are the same thing the same puzzle boxes that take you to hell for some reason
1: mm-hmm. we skipped over a scene at the very beginning where we see pinhead uh, before he becomes pinhead right he's like a... right
0: as he becomes pinhead
1: yeah yeah we see him get turned into where yeah. he's i he's think like... i think a, a british officer in world war one perhaps
0: that yeah it's unclear it's unclear but that was kind of the vibe that i got yeah yeah um and he was just kind of sitting cross-legged on the floor with this puzzle box and then it happens or he he breaks not breaks it solves the puzzle mm-hmm. and yeah i think you watch all of them cut all up into his face and like yeah. nail the nails into his head classic horror movie origin story yes
1: because that p- pays off later yes. because the, yeah, the yeah, doctor yeah. has this picture of him. It's not like oh, I it's don't know. It's not obvious
0: that it's him even. Yeah. But yeah he has so he has those puzzle boxes but he also like on his desk but he also has a bunch of pictures and like schematics of them. Uh, yeah and a picture of Pinhead before he was Pinhead. He was just head. He was just regular head. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so kyle apprentice guy ends up hiding behind some curtains in the office because lead doctor comes in um is this when he comes in with another of his like solitary confinement uh patients is Is kyle in the room for that i don't think he is i can't remember to be honest I don't know. He comes in and Kyle's hiding behind something. And He's sees hiding behind the curtain. Behind... Yeah. I think he does see that. Yeah. Either way, whether Kyle is there or not, at some point. Um,
1: the doctor gets the mattress.
0: Yes. Which Kirstie was very adamant that they yeah. have to destroy the mattress because yeah. Julia could come back to life.
1: And they didn't.
0: They did not. They did the exact opposite of that. Mm-hmm.
1: Which give the mattress to this doctor, which.
0: I think he okay. just takes it. Yeah, he. I don't just, think they he, gave it to he, him. T-
1: well, he. There's a bit of a scene where he's like talking to the detective. Yeah. Like, eh, eh, I, eh, I'm a British guy. Eh, give me the mattress. <laughs> hey, give me the mattress. Huh. That's exactly how it was. <laughs>
0: and yep he's just got the mattress with complete with the chains and everything yeah. on it and yeah. it's all bloody how did he get that into his office mm-hmm. in like in a
1: you, ward you don't see a you don't see like a moving crew you know and they have to like put bubble wrap around the chain bits and,
0: yeah, act- yeah it reminds me of actually a um nathan for you episode have you ever watched that show yeah. I don't know. I I won't get into the, the premise of the show is he like helps small businesses and there's one like pest control place where, um, that works with hotels. And you know, the whole thing is the hotel doesn't want people to know that pest control is there, that there are potentially bed bugs. So he comes up with this whole plot of like how you can hide the mattress coming in and out of the hotel. So that's what I picture where like, They at first have this huge laundry cart, and then later on they have, it's like one of those dragon things that they have, I think at like Chinese festivals. Uh (laughs) It's ridiculous. So that's what I imagine he did to get the mattress into his office.
1: absolutely canonically what happened. (laughs) You can't convince
0: me otherwise. (laughs) So in any case, the mattress is in his office. Yeah um i mean in almost immediately we find out that this doctor is a real piece of shit oh yeah <laughs> um i haven't candidly spent any time in any um psychiatric words or anything like that um even like to visit someone so i don't know how it typically works but i just have a feeling this is wildly unethical mm-hmm. um, go <laughs> <to> on bring- <laughs> you bring someone in who i think was in solitary confinement Or otherwise just doing terribly and is, like, at a very strong risk of self-harm. It's Mm -hmm. clearly having hallucinations, delusions that there's, like, bugs on him. Um, So he just brings him into his office and he's like, yeah, chill for a second. He brings out an old school, like, razor like Sweeney Todd would use Mm -hmm. and just gives it to him. Mm Mm-hmm. When he's sitting on the mattress.
1: If a doctor does it, it's ethical.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was really annoying um, having me in the room while watching this because obviously this is a movie where you need to suspend your disbelief right. quite heavily, but I'm sitting here going, dude, you can't, you're going <laughs> to, <laughs> you mean to, you're going to, end them with. What-
1: hey, that's on your <laughs> conscience, buddy. <laughs> That's on your conscience. I'm <laughs>
0: like so pissed off <laughs> about this fictional doctor. Um, and yeah, so he gives the switchblade to the guy or the razor, whatever, to the guy, knowing that he will cut himself with it because he's mm-hmm. a real swell guy, real swell doctor, best in the biz. And he's laying
1: on the mattress and he starts. Yes.
0: Cutting so, himself. he's
1: delusional and harming himself.
0: Yes. He's harming himself. He just lets that happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Um He's Actually, kicking back with a Zima.
0: Yeah, just chilling. <laughs> he asked for that to happen, basically. Um, so clearly, the, the patient is very bloody. And then, where there's blood, there is a reanimated...
1: In the Hellraiser franchise, yes. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. in this franchise. Where there's blood, there's a reanimated body.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, which emerges from the mattress and kind of chases the patient it's quite disturbing (laughs) because they're both like crawling around on the floor and uh the weird corpse thing which we know is julia is yeah crawling around chasing Mm -hmm. the patient just trying to suck all of his life force out i guess is how it happens
1: yeah
0: uh and then she does and she's just a bundle of muscles basically she just doesn't have any skin
1: yep and we missed um i took a note when hmm. kyle was like looking around the doctor's office and all the weird Mm -hmm. occult notes and he goes just the quote weird yeah (laughs) fucking weird
0: (laughs) to himself like five times yeah (laughs) (laughs) fucking
1: weird
0: (laughs) and and that's it that's our exposition this
1: is what um all young doctors say to themselves mm-hmm. as they're learning their craft they're yep. just like you know learning about how yeah. the body works and the endocrine system <laughs> and they're just like fucking weird <laughs> did you know
0: the leg bone is connected to the hip bone fucking weird weird man. <laughs> but yes julia successfully sucks the life force out of this poor patient
1: yes she's back dun 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 and she got no skin
0: no skin and the
1: makeup is is, is it's really good good. yeah Yeah. Yeah. if you're into that sort of thing
0: Mm -hmm. i mean we're the type of people who are which is why we are talking about these movies yes uh yeah she it's the same exact premise as the first movie where she's like don't be scared of me um but he's a doctor so instead of just kind of leaving her in his office he's like well let me get you some bandages and just
1: well um and the first thing she said, you know, cause she, she's all bloody muscles. And then mm-hmm. she starts walking around his all white, mm. um, apartment. Yeah. And she's like leaving blood. Which he invited like, her to. Yeah. Why? Yeah, it's like, lay down a
0: towel. Right. <laughs> you, you saw American psycho. Like- <laughs> right.
1: But it's hilarious. Uh, and I think it's meant to be very funny. Mm. Um, the first thing she says is I'm cold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the first thing she says is, Don't be afraid of me. Yeah. And then, well, yeah, then when they're at, <laughs> like, I'm cold. And then he bandages her.
1: Bandages her and then puts her in David Burns' giant white suit. <laughs> Once in a lifetime.
0: <laughs> you can't let those days go by.
1: <laughs> Psycho killer. Hey! hey. References. <laughs> Yeah, he bandages her right up.
0: The first thing that he does when he's like, oh, there might be a lady under there, is they make out,
1: even though she's just bloody under yeah, there. Yeah.
0: Disgusting. It
1: was at that point I knew the doctor was not quite right in the head.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's when I
1: knew. Yeah. Before,
0: I was just questioning it. Yeah. This was over the line. <laughs> a bridge too far. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, so after the jacket, he gives her this, um like, evening gown, essentially. <laughs> this, like, sage green, satiny number. Yeah. It's very weird. Uh, she doesn't even have her skin yet, mm-hmm. I don't think. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a similar deal. I think it's in his apartment.
1: Yeah, so he starts bringing people in. Yeah, um, to get killed, and then she's like, like
0: up in the attic.
1: Up in the attic, and she's taking their life essence and their skin, and yeah. making
0: her skin. Strangely, she need. It seems like she needs, or maybe she did this because she just wanted more bodies than I feel like Frank had mm. to become fully like. Well, it's human the sequel.
1: Again. You've got to up the True. stakes.
0: True. Yeah. True. Mass murder. Two electric boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> woo. Uh, but in this one they're all all the the corpses are kind of tied up with their hands up at the ceiling. That's how she preferred to feed, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but at a certain point she feeds enough that, oh look, she's a beautiful lady now. and now they can keep kissing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all the life essence from those men that were killed turns her into a beautiful woman. Back into a beautiful
0: woman, I guess. Back to her former glory. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but the the Doctor is thrilled by this, but he also wants to go where she was for some reason. He is obsessed with... Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess he does sort of fit the bill of a sadist, kind of, in his own way. Um, Mm -hmm. Where it seems like he does kind of like to see people suffering um there's a there's a scene somewhere where he's got people like chained to beds with those puzzle box things and is like presumably torturing them mm-hmm. um you know evil doctor does evil doctor things then what happens
1: well we haven't introduced the the young girl who's good at solving puzzles tiffany tiffany yes yes yeah we had kind of a Newt vibe from uh-huh. Aliens.
0: Very much so. I half expected Kirsty to be like, get your hands off her, you
1: bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very much a Newt vibe. Yeah. Strong Newt vibes. Because mm-hmm. she's also like mute for most of the movie. Yes. Newt, mute, mute Newt, Newt.
1: Hey. <laughs> Ooh, give me the <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah, she sort of introduced intercut with Kirsty. She's yeah, working so
1: on like, it. So like the, I know we're kind of like
0: we're ping ponging back and forth. Yes,
1: but the doctor basically is he's all in on this. He's like, from all that he's seen, he's like, well, um, I helped the skeleton woman turn into a full woman. I want to know more about this. Yeah. And then he gets his the people in the psychiatric ward to be working on like opening the puzzle boxes and. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah and he's sort of like grooming Tiffany to be able yeah. to open those. and what's what's
1: Kirsty doing through all this?
0: She's just being miserable in her room I think. Yeah. Well and she's sort of being tormented um because there's a just figure that is just muscles in her room. Oh
1: yeah, that's right.
0: That writes that message she in blood. She has a
1: vision saying I'm in hell yeah. help me.
0: Yeah. Well yeah. she has a vision but then it's the person leaves, but the text is still there yeah. in blood, and yeah. it's like, "What's well, reality?" Yeah.
1: They they end up both at the doctor's like office where he has the mattress,
0: For some because reason. the doors
1: of hell open and there's two doors.
0: Right. Oh yeah. So this is so after he has his like his full skin human lady, <laughs> they like. He brings Tiffany into his office to with one of the hell puzzle things because mm-hmm. um, he knows that she'll be able to open it because she's really good at puzzles, right? Apparently. Which is
1: something that they just say they because just say. the story needs it.
0: Yep, yep. And they're because they're watching from like a hole in the wall, which I don't remember being there before, but yeah. it's fine. Um, and she's obviously very successful with the puzzle, um, and part of it I think is like part of your success with being able to solve the puzzle is like how you handle it mm. so like if you notice the it's kind of sensual the way that they like move their hands mm. on the box
1: yeah they're rubbing that box yeah they're quite slide, suggestively sliding up and down the mm-hmm. box yeah.
0: feeling all those grooves mm-hmm. <laughs> groovy baby <laughs> 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 Um, (laughs) so yeah she solves the puzzle the gateway to hell opens up interestingly and I liked this because she was in fact a child presumably a minor Mm -hmm. Pinhead is like hey wait this isn't the person who is seeking us there's like a desire or something I think is the way that he puts it Mm -hmm. he's like oh it's someone else
1: so even Pinhead has standards yes
0: (laughs) yeah so then um Julia and (laughs) Doctor Evil. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Walk through the gateway of hell, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a gloomy blue light, and then there's a labyrinth. Mm -hmm. It's very like, uh, M. C. Escher like. Yes. Um, which is interesting because there's an Escher like drawing or painting or whatever in kirsty's room mm. and i think as well in um dr evil's office mm-hmm. uh, foreshadowing yes he's very into mc Escher, which is why part of the reason why it's got sort of a dreamlike quality other than the fact that things don't really make sense and follow from one another
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah at this point the movie just becomes kind of a bunch of stuff that happens
0: yes yeah <laughs> um because like they walk into the thing julia's like cool this is what you wanted something something leviathan now the puzzle is like a diamond shape it's like the thing in the sims you know the green like icon
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, that hovers above <laughs> yeah. the character yeah. yeah
0: that shape and she's like something something leviathan this is my like it's her god or something i don't know it was interesting it was like an invocation of sorts mm-hmm uh and then the dr evil sort of is having like second thoughts and she's like well i needed to bring somebody else in here and this is what you wanted pushes him into this like elevator torture thing Mm -hmm. um that immediately grabs him with these weird fleshy like things that look like they have teeth or something grabs him he freaks out
1: he gets Um, the cheese slicer yes cheese slicer his face yeah
0: and he also he also gets the like food processory thing that he mm-hmm. was using on his patients is now huge and like in his head.
1: Now, you got to hand it to Hell <laughs> for giving us an ironic comeuppance. I was not expecting an ironic comeuppance.
0: Got to give it to him. Got to give it to him. Uh, see, my thought was like, is that somehow? It, it seemed like when when julia brings evil doctor there that they were kind of doing some scanning thing because Hmm. they're they're there and there's like wind and stuff and his figure what do you call that effect where like uh he kind of turns like blue you know they play with the lighting a bit to where he seems kind of unreal
1: i'd have to see it again okay yeah
0: um yeah it feels to me like hell or whatever was like, something
1: over the top of them? yes okay. it was something
0: like that yeah. um where yeah it felt like they were scanning him mm-hmm. to like okay this is how we'll torture him mm-hmm. i'm because i'm thinking okay maybe it's sort of like personalized to things that person's done wrong or something sure i don't know
1: i'd hope so the personal touch
0: yes very personal.
1: Very very touchy. <laughs> very
0: personal, very touchy. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, he is in hell now. Cause that's what happens every time someone yep. helps a weird
1: I mean the movie series is not called Heaven Razor.
0: True. It is called Hellraiser. Julia's like, Okay, cool. Uh, I'm leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a couple times, yeah, so I want to say Kirsty kind of swoops in to get Tiffany mm-hmm. from, because she sees the gate open or something and Tiffany's in there and it sort of turns into this weird fun house thing mm-hmm. where you kind of get a bit of a peek into her origin story, or at least her story of like how she was introduced to the psychiatric ward where like her mother brought her in and said to the doctor, can you help my daughter? Mm-hmm. And then the doctor like killed the mom or something. For some reason, which is never explained. Mm -hmm. Then there's some weird unrelated imagery. There's like a clown (laughs) doing a lot of other creepy shit that's kind of flying around. A baby with a needle and thread that's like tied or um, sewn its own mouth shut. This is what it looks like.
1: At this point, so I think that you know, when they went to make this movie they did a bunch of concept art and you know, they had Mm. artists and they're like draw the creepiest stuff you can. And then they just said, yeah, let's just do all was of like, it. They like, yeah, okay. And the, the end is going to be this big finale. Yeah. And we're going to, like, throw everything against the wall. Yeah. And so they did. Yep. Lots of guts. Um, Frank's back. Remember mm-hmm. when Frank came back? So the the bloody person who left the message for Kirsty, which was, help me, I'm in hell. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it sounded like. <laughs> uh, so she thinks that that's her dad.
0: Yes, because he died at the end of the first movie yeah
1: and so she's on a mission to save her dad but oh twist it's actually frank Mm -hmm. who was her uncle uncle and now he wants to like get rescued from hell and there's these
0: yeah i interpret so this i interpreted that as like this is his own torture chamber Mm -hmm. where yeah it's it looks like the outside of the house that he slash kirsty their family used to live in Mm -hmm. and then she walks in and soon realizes things are very off like she sees a picture of her family i think and then everything's covered in blood and there's cockroaches everywhere Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um she turns around and there's like i don't know what you would call it they look it looks like um you know in like a uh a morgue where there's drawers mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. um it's like ladies underneath
1: and they're all like
0: sheets that are all hot and bothered yes exactly <laughs> and moaning yeah um they like pop out of the chamber thing this is very like high that. concept very stuff. high concept yeah and then they go back in And Kirstie's still looking around and then they come back out and they're all bloody, but still moaning. And it's like, you see, because pleasure and pain.
1: It's the same thing. This is hell. (laughs) And then Frank's there and he's like, that's my torture because they will. They're teasing me. They're teasing me and they'll never deliver.
0: Yeah. They promise me forever or something because uh, Kirstie tries to unmask one of them. Mm -hmm. And when she takes off the sheet, they disappear. Yeah uh so yeah he's constantly surrounded by a bunch of horned up ladies and he can't touch any of them
1: story of my life
0: (laughs) these are the breaks (laughs) (laughs) what
1: are you gonna do uh
0: and at some point i just realized at some point in here Kirsty and kyle go back to the house uh where everything began for some reason to look at what happened i don't know why they want to go back to the house um but lo and behold julie is there um and sucks the life out of kyle Mm -hmm. she's just like hey oh my gosh i i thought you would cry out so i wanted to prevent you from going in there and he goes in she's like was i right is it terrible and then does this whole like come to mother Mm -hmm. and they she like He's very un- uneasy and they kiss and that's how she like sucks the life out of him and kind of like sticks her talons into the back into of his neck. Into the back of his
1: head, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, Poor Kyle. Classic. You could tell he wasn't into it either, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not great. Um, but yeah, so Kyle's dead at this point. <laughs> Just FYI. And how. <laughs> but back to Frank's personal hell. Uh, he's there and he sort of like is toying with Kirsty, calling back to his earlier like I'm in hell,
1: I Mm -hmm. tricked
0: you and I think he also says like come to daddy, that's a thing that they say in these movies and it's like Mm. makes my skin crawl Yeah, and and he says something about like let's make this a family affair which is like so gross, that is your niece (laughs) Uh, yeah she defeats him by, like, setting him on fire?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Just like Freddy Krueger. That's,
1: that's right. So they been. are related kind of. franchises. No, they're not. <laughs>
0: uh, Yep. And so the Doctor
1: then gets transformed into this like yeah. new kind of Cenobite that's he's suspended from a it's very elaborate. He's, like, suspended mm-hmm. from this armature, and he's like... Mm-hmm. And, um,
0: and he's got these, like, cords that come out of his hands or something that at various times Mm -hmm. pop out and they're like knives. Sometimes they're different things. There's like an eye. There's a beckoning finger that's doing like the come here gesture. Mm -hmm. There's a flower at one point. It's all over the place. This is what I'm
1: saying. They like, they had all this concept art and this concept stuff. And they're like, yup. we're going to say yes.
0: mm -hmm. Do it all. And.
1: Yes. And. (laughs) And more blood. Clive Barker's like, bring in more blood. Mark! I'm Clive Barker. I need more blood.
0: <laughs> hey, what's a bloke gotta do to get some more bloody blood in it?
1: <laughs> and that's what it was like. I've,
0: I don't actually know at all what he sounds like. Um, that's just what I imagine.
1: Yep. Well, he's British and there's one British accent, so the tracks.
0: Famously, there's only one. They leave the house. Kirsty and Tiffany leave hell they're back in her room
1: there's a whole thing where there's like a wind tunnel yeah and that's
0: like the portal between the worlds. yeah
1: and julia gets like slurped out but her skin gets left behind because then that gets used later like...
0: i think that's later but yeah because they like kirsty and the the two main ladies hmm are there they leave they're there they leave like three times
1: yeah it's it's almost like stop going into hell right just stop going in there
0: (laughs) it's like why are you doing this (laughs) Uh, yeah they like kill frank they come back and i guess like evil doctor has come through or something Mm -hmm. and this is the first time that Tiffany says anything, her first word is "shit." Yeah, <laughs> I love like Kirsty kind of glances at her. <laughs> you speak <laughs> <laughs> um, because it's yeah. The doctor is back, and he's now a Setabite, and he's one of these monsters. And you get the sense that he was kind of tormenting her when he was just a regular human as well. So there's that added element of it. And then it's very fuzzy. They're in. They're out.
1: So they're all about. I read, uh, in a general sense, this movie is about medical malpractice.
0: Gee, (laughs) 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 wouldn't have gotten that.
1: (laughs) Maybe a little too on the nose.
0: (laughs) Very much on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, one of the parts where the evil doctor is like, has his tentacles, I guess, coming out. He... He's like, oh, I called for an amputation. Ah, ha, 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 ha. And then he cuts off one of his patients' hands. Yeah. With one of the knives that pops out of his tentacles. Uh, and then just like. Because he's a jerk. He's just. He's a big old meanie. <laughs> that guy. Aw, oh, gee.
1: Uh, he's a real wet blanket.
0: <laughs> yeah, then he kills all of his patients. Mm hmm. Kills all the patients. They. are Then they're. Back in hell, he and Kirsty and Tiffany. And they're speaking with Pinhead and Co. Mm-hmm. And Pinhead is like, uh, Kirsty, time's running out. Mm-hmm. We need to know your body. <laughs> it's like he said it that it was just. And ugh. I've
1: said that on dates. <laughs> and yeah, how'd that work out for you? It I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And she's like, no, no deal. Hmm. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Even if you don't think you can bargain your way out of something, try. That's what I learned. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Just throw out a no-take-backsies. Yeah. And, you know, That's the, all you need? the demon spawn of hell will probably respect that. Yeah. gamers that game.
0: <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, and... She's like, no information, and they because the Setevites are like, oh, we've always been here, and yeah, there's and,
1: a, that's like we saw him in, uh, as a, a real human get transformed, yeah. and then somehow I don't know why Kirsty knows her having the picture of him as a person reminds him
0: it's like oh fuck
1: like okay me. so yeah it reminds him that he was a real person at one point, but how that plays into the story, I don't really. I have get no it. yeah yeah.
0: No idea. Because, like, Evil Doctor now wants to become king of hell.
1: Yeah. As you do.
0: As you do. Um, he's like, oh, there's gonna be a fight, and then they try to duke it out a bit. Pinhead, like, telekinetically shoves some cords into him, mm-hmm. and Evil Doctor pulls them out with his tentacles or something, and <laughs> it's... I-, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, like... <sighs> they transform back into their human form and then, like, their throats get slit? Yeah. And then they die for real? I don't...
1: I think that I think the doctor was doing that to them as a way to nullify them.
0: Have think... they always been able to do that? I don't... Yeah. I have no idea. None of it makes any sense.
1: Yeah. I don't uh, think it's meant to... Yeah. I think it's just meant to be like,
0: whoa, some
1: wild visuals.
0: I guess, yeah. But, you know, they all die presumably like for real this if any night?
1: if any hardcore hellraiser fans are listening to this and they are yeah. tearing your hair out
0: i mean let us know but <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> but like be chill about it
0: <laughs> we would love to get a, your perspective but we are but
1: we are but casual fans but
0: gentle noobs yes <laughs> um okay so this is where i wanted to bring up where pinhead was like oh no this person didn't summon us, um, presumably because Tiffany was a child when she mm-hmm. saw the thing. Because one of the people when he, when they die and turn back into their human form looked to be a little boy.
1: Yes. I yes. thought
0: I was like, what what?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How
1: How yes. does this happen? That was a little That was weird. It almost felt like a line crossed. Mm-hmm. But
0: Yeah, I don't know. But in any case they escape they being the people who are still only humans Mm -hmm. meaning tiffany and kirsty are sprinting to the end of the tunnel this is after sorry i missed a part where julia's trying to push them off the ledge into the labyrinth or something and Uh at the bottom of the like cliff there's like an electric current or
1: something (laughs) because because there's also a thing where the The Sims diamond is rotating in the sky of hell and it's casting a shadow sometimes. Wheel
0: in the sky keeps on turning. turning.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) (laughs) it eventually transforms back into the box and yeah. the, the puzzle box turns into right, a diamond. Right, because Tiffany's
0: like, oh, I have to finish the puzzle. Yeah.
1: Be- for some reason.
0: yeah. Is that like her thing? Is that why her mom brought her in? Is that she was obsessed with puzzles? I don't know. She's like, oh my god, I can't get her to do anything but puzzles.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, Julia's skin at one point gets re-ripped off.
1: Because uh, Kirsty puts the skin on. Yeah. And somehow it's able to just, like, be completely convincing and look like
0: yeah. Julia. Well, the same thing happened in the original, in the first movie, where they kill Kirsty's father, but then put his skin on Frank, mm. um, which is how, like, they almost get her at the end. Um, but yeah, Kirsty as Julia, is helping... Tiffany, who's like hanging on the uh-huh. cliff by her hands, and was like, "Oh my god, help me! I'm about to die!" And Julia, in quotes, is helping her. She's like, "Grab my hands!" And then her skin is slipping off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're like, "Oh no, she's gonna die!" But no, she's not uh-huh. because it's not really Julia. It's Kirsty. Yeah. Somehow she had the time to not only put on Julia's skin,
1: she did her hair, up, her hair, clothes. her clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this just comes with it. Like you can just step into the skin and it's just got everything ready to go.
0: Sure. Like one of those costumes at Spirit Halloween. It's just kind of weird. Like <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> Morph suit. Uh,
0: and then they sprint out of the tunnel and they, they're they back in uh, Kirstie's room. Regular world. Regular world. And they're like, haha, hey, we sucked, did it. But we lived. Yeah. And then I think the final shot is just them walking out of the hospital
1: Mm -hmm.
0: in their regular clothes. And they just let him go. They just let him go. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe they just left because so much of the staff had died. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But we have raised hell.
1: I would not say Hellraiser 2 uh, lives up to the quality of Nightmare 1. No. Um, it's got some good visuals.
0: For sure. Very uh, interesting. Oh, wait, that's not the end. Go on. They leave the place, and then it cuts to obviously the hospital is closing down due to the rampant malpractice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the movers are there. You know, you see the moving boxes. They see.
1: Oh right, the mattress. Right. Yeah, <laughs> there we. Go. The movers with the mattress. They should have wrapped it in bubble wrap. Right. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Why would and why would you have them transporting a bloody mattress anyway? Yeah. Throw that thing out. Uh, but yeah, they one of them sits on it or something. Yeah. Or falls on it and then just the entire his entire torso was like eaten. Yeah. <laughs> by the mattress. <laughs> um, and then yeah, out of the mattress pops this like. It's one of those like display
1: cases <laughs> with all of these body parts. And it's like, an, it's like the obelisk from 2001, <laughs> but it's got like faces in it and like bits of people. And yeah.
0: Yeah. And there's one of the faces in it is, I believe the homeless man from the end of the first movie who was like hanging out by the trash that was on fire.
1: <laughs> wow. Now that's a detail that I, yeah. Uh,
0: I think it was him.
1: That's a cameo for the hardcore fans.
0: Yes. Or the people who watch the movies in quick succession. (laughs) Um, But yeah, because he's got bugs crawling all over him and he says like, what's your pleasure, boy? Or something. And then it ends. That's the end. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would much rather watch like any of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies Mm -hmm. (laughs) than this one again.
1: Um, I am glad that I watched this because A... I got the flavor for Hellraiser 1. Mm-hmm. And B... It's 2 for 1. Yeah, it is a 2 for 1. And B, I got in a, a lifetime supply of Hellraiser movie. I'm like, I'm good. That's all you need.
0: Okay, I get it. Yeah. Just one drop. a <laughs> <One> drop. <laughs> <laughs> Many drops. Yeah. A big gulp.
1: It was goofy, odd, everything I thought it would be.
0: Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I... I think it's at the end... Well, at the end of the first movie, at the beginning of the second movie, where I think it's Frank with Dad's skin. Uh-huh. All of the things are pulling his skin apart, and he's like, Jesus, what? <laughs> <laughs> That sticks out to me. Uh-huh. I love that part. <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, it's not going to be a go-to uh-huh. for me, but I at least... Feel, I don't know, included in that zeitgeist. Yeah. <laughs> Which is all I've ever wanted, really. Yes.
1: To be accepted <laughs> by the Hellraiser <laughs> fan community. <laughs> As many of us do. And that's all I got. I think that's all I've got. Well, Hellraiser 2 is done and we're done with Hellraiser, but we're not done with Spooky movies.
0: (laughs) We're not done with spooktember.
1: Yes. Uh, (laughs)
0: Ox slash burp. Spooktember. Spooktober. (laughs) It's all of them. We we are... It's fine.
1: Yes. Uh, (laughs) When slashuary continues, (laughs) we're going to be shifting franchises again. Uh, to one I'm looking forward to, which you've seen, I haven't seen yet, mm-hmm. but I will before the show. We're gonna watch Halloween three, season, season of, of the witch. witch yeah. So join us next week um, and keep those spooky vibes vibing. Been... Sierra, what do we say at the end of every episode?
0: At the end of every single episode, what we say. So I gotta finish that puzzle.
1: And I, I wrote this quote down, Do and it. I didn't—I didn't recall who said it. Um, but someone in this movie said, "Kyle, when I think I hurt."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so stick that in your spooky pipe and smoke it if that's the thing you're into.
1: Good night, everybody. <laughs>